Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories podcast. This time, in our Unusual Dialogues, I'm going to have a conversation straight out of Amsterdam with my dear friend Matilda. Hello, Matilda. Hi, it's nice to have you in my home. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a lovely, it's a pleasure to be here in this studio made out of a little wooden IKEA desk and uh, our couch. I hope that this is going to be an interesting podcast to listen to as well as to create. And since this is something that we've literally just came up today to do, I think uh, it is only fair to say that we're sort of freestyling. So first and foremost, before we jump into any of the topics that we wanted to discuss, I just wanted to ask you to briefly introduce yourself to our listeners. So hi everyone, my name is Matilda and I think the easiest way I would introduce myself is I'm a 20 year old something girl trying to uh, do her best and maybe living the life for the first time since a really long time. Obviously doing this in Amsterdam, uh, coming from uh, straight from Poland okay. and stayed here for a really long time. Okay, how long is really long time for you? Five years almost. Okay, cool. All right, so first and foremost, since you came from Poland and um, you're living here now, I wanted to ask you something that we've already discussed really and I thought about it before when I visited Amsterdam. What do you think about living here and, you know, how does it feel for you? Are there any particular differences between Poland and Netherlands that you're seeing and uh, maybe what is the most fun and most, I don't know, pleasurable about living here? Hmm, I think, well, Amsterdam and the rest of the Netherlands are completely different and as every like capital city, Amsterdam is separate in a way to itself. But I think I could describe living here as hmm, more of a fairy tale than you would like to admit. It's quite charming especially the uh, the buildings and the colors how the red bricks melt together with the blue sky on a sunny day i think it's one of a kind color combination you cannot see anywhere else well similarities or differences in poland this this is something you could go on for a really really long time i don't think there is much similar between the polish people and the dutch especially not in the way they live, especially not in their culture. The only thing is that maybe we share a similar height. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are the biggest differences biggest that you've difference. experienced so far? People, well, if you come to the Netherlands, the first thing you hear is that people are very direct and they are very cold. And that is true. The Dutch just don't like to waste any time in explaining um, and being extra nice just for the sake of it. If they want something, they'll tell you straight up. And I think back home in Poland, people would care more about whether or not they hurt you or what you feel like when you're talking. But in, in the Netherlands, they just come in and tell you straight up what's wrong, what's bad. So that's like more of a cultural difference. Apparently, there is more of a work-life balance here than in other countries in Europe have yet to experience that myself <laughs> and it's funny to to know this considering um the dutch people or like the dutch holiday system has the least amount of holidays in all of europe 
So I don't know where that assumption came from. Maybe it's just, yeah, work-life balance, as in, like, day-to-day life is not as hectic as everyone else. Okay. My thoughts on this is probably going to be about the way you live around that work time. Exactly. So, for example, something that we've experienced today is we've uh, taken the bikes and you've showed me around. And... um, Fair play, maybe this is something that Amsterdam has that not all of the cities in Netherlands do. I don't know, I've not been. But it seems to me that the bikes itself, the idea that this uh, infrastructure, when it comes to cycling, is so on such a high level, mm-hmm. really, uh, it, it makes it much more pleasurable if it's not raining, <laughs> pouring down awfully. Or windy. Or very windy, yeah it seems much more pleasurable to be commuting to work in that way rather than sitting in a traffic jam in a car, which is still a luxurious option, mm-hmm. even more so than sitting, you know, in a busy tube filled with people in jackets, sweaty and, and all that. So the fact that we've been cycling around and it felt like nothing because cycle paths here are so, so much better than anywhere else I've been so far. Especially if you have a good guide. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it seems that because of it, it's it's much more, you know, much easier and much more pleasurable to to go. Although I wouldn't, you know, dare to say that because of it, everyone is satisfied with their job because that's completely additional, you know, different kettle of fish. First, I think you should be in a way satisfied with your job to, to then put on top of that. But it may be... A bit easier to cope with if every day you're seeing those beautiful scenery Mm. rather than spending your time in a traffic jam, you know, shouting inaudibly at uh, people in front of you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's rewind five years back, you said. And um, why did you decide to come here? What made you want to study in Amsterdam in the first place? Um. So my goal was to study abroad. That's kind of the thought that brought me to this type of high school and this type of studying. So I just want to study somewhere else, not in Poland. So the education is better and I have more opportunities. Um, I've traveled a lot with my parents, especially around the Netherlands. And, you know, it's one of those moments where just something clicks. And you know, okay, I could see myself living here for some reason. And I just went with it. Moving here was extremely easy uh, when it comes to all the symptoms and legislations and finding a house. So I would say the reason why I chose Amsterdam was a gut feeling. And I mean, come on, look around. Well, now you can't see much, but it's a fairy tale. (laughs) You gotta take our word for it. (laughs) So, okay. You've chosen Amsterdam because you've been in Netherlands before as well, you Mm -hmm. said, and you've traveled with your parents. Was there any other space you considered? No, not really. Well, well also it's important to mention, I wanted to study in English, first of all. Kind of makes sense. Um, And I wanted to study psychology. And from what I know, I didn't want to live in Germany. It's just not my vibe and getting into um, a good university in Germany for psychology is just as hard as getting to medical school and anything else just was not in in my interest so Amsterdam was my only choice and my first choice and the choice that I was given 
<laughs> okay, all right. And what did you do with... Uh, you've done psychology and then you've done masters in... Health and digital interventions. Health, okay. Health psychology and digital interventions. Can you elaborate on that? What does that mean? So health psychology um, is a rather-ish new field where um, you focus on how a person's behavior can be changed for the better. It's all about behavior change. Uh, in aspects such as obesity, sexual life, smoking, cardiovascular diseases, and trying to prevent them or trying to map the patterns that um, people fall in, which causes them to be sick. So that's kind of health psychology and digital interventions. It means finding ways to help those people, help people that need help <laughs> through online online programs, apps, websites, courses, something that is just not physical, not going to therapy or going to a doctor. Okay. That fir the first thing you've said, that reminds me a lot about the book uh, uh, The Body Keeps the Score, hmm. about the trauma that is stored in our bodies and uh, that's definitely a field that still needs to be, how do you call it, explored, but it's also a very relevant one, I think. As, as much as I know, it seems like stress is causing plenty of diseases as it is and many of them we don't even realize the causes for so that's really interesting and when it comes to the digital part that's also really cool i you know there is plenty of apps emerging right now mm -hmm. and uh, um, i also participate in this crossing borders education charity which basically uh, is aiming to help young people and not only young but just people in 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 um, sort of in a medium stage of their life let's say to navigate their traumas and to come a bit more together in a sense um, via Zoom online uh, meetings and stuff. So that's really cool. And I wanted to ask you then, what was the, how do you call it, what was the dissertation or what was your work that you've done? Because for masters, I understand that you had to do some sort of a research project or, mm -hmm. or some sort of a thesis. So I had an internship within my university and then I wrote a master thesis. And I think the most valuable experience so far that I've gotten was through my internship, even though it was done completely online. It kind of matched with the purpose of the project. So we were designing a, what is called a digital companion app, um, which is an app for students. It was supposed to be just for Erasmus students, for students from the university in Rotterdam. But I think the plan is to extend it to all Dutch students, just because we know the population so well. So it's up for Dutch students that helps them to get hold of their life, to set their goals properly, to keep the positive, um, positive emotions present, to uh, find ways to connect with people, get them to have more meaningful conversations, and so much, so much more. Not so much of curing something that has already risen in them, like some kind of sadness or depressive states, but more like preventing them from falling deeper into something more severe. Um, I was responsible for a lot of things in that project, including writing modules about goal setting and positive psychology, 
but also designing the fun parts of what color that button should be. And funnily enough, or I'm proud of also to say that the we have found a recently we have found a developer that will take on the app and it will be available to people very soon. What's the name? I think they stuck with Digital Companion. So I'm happy to see that coming along. That's Some, really cool. Even though my name will not be written in there. <laughs> but I know how much work I've put in there and how passionate the my colleagues were. And um, do you want to pursue a career in this sort of a space? And what would that career be? And, you know, pardon my ignorance, but I have no clue how how um, to start with this sort of a career. What is your, you know, profession, let's say? Well, if you don't have a clue, then that makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a young field that there's, exactly as you said, there's no title, there's no, hey, I'm a hairstylist because I've done this and this. It's just the type of knowledge you have and the type of experience you have that you can call yourself a health psychologist who also has knowledge about the digital world. So the path that I chose for myself is let's figure out what comes first. Uh, and um, I would like to keep within the health field, whether it's mental health or physical health, just because I personally believe it's really important and I want to do work that in a way changes someone's life. Sounds cliche, but the cliches are true. And since the internet or the digital world is so present in our life, it is part of our life and there's no way getting around it. Trying to find work within the digital field that also contains elements of mental health is my path. Okay. Or is my, right. my future plan. There are many like, for example, Headspace, you know, the meditation app, that's yeah. health psychology, that's digital intervention itself. Yeah. Just because you have an app that helps you calm down or helps you meditate. So there's a lot of processes that go behind having that app, psychologists and developers and engineers. Simply said, working for a company like this is kind of my field. That's really cool. I, I think there's quite a few of them. And if anything, I'll put them in the um, description of this uh, episode because um, I've used FitMind before mm -hmm. and I've used Calm and Meditopia, I think. There's also Fabulous, the Fabulous app. <laughs> the Fabulous app? Yeah, it's, there, there's quite a few of them. That's really cool. And my friend right now is using the Deepak Chopra one, which is basically from this guy from India. Um, this sort of a, a bit of a spiritual, a bit of a medical psychology kind of vibe. Um, and it's really helpful for him. So that's really interesting. And if anything, I wanted to ask uh, straight off that. <laughs> this is maybe a little funny to to ask in a sense, but I found that uh, my search of uh, understanding psychology a bit more and uh, philosophy as well, and this podcast really, it's, um, it's, it's um, meaning in a sense, has helped me deal with my own stuff. And did you find that in your experience as a psychology student? And, um, you know, how, how do you feel about that being a thing. I, I kind of feel like everyone should to a certain degree study, no, not maybe at the uni, but maybe with some books, psychology to just help themselves a little. You're right. I think everyone should have some kind of knowledge about the human psychology and how we work. 
it's also kind of one of the reasons why I chose to to study psychology because I knew that no matter what I end up doing whether I'm a therapist or a psychiatrist or a counselor I will have the knowledge about people's functions people mind people's minds and different diseases or different disorders or different states different personalities that will always help me in my life no matter what I do just being with myself being with friends being with family understanding friends understanding family working at a bank working at a shop you interact with humans all day long so yeah studying psychology definitely helped me just to have more understanding and also peace and help me to accept people as they are yeah i agree with that i think uh, philosophy is also one of the fields that i found being quite uh, progressive <laughs> in itself <laughs> of uh, just uh, if you ask the right question to yourself you can really see another point of view and um, if you keep asking and asking and asking those questions which which ultimately psychology does it it gives you some answers fair enough but uh, most of it comes down to well it's all very subjective and uh, let's just try to find the 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 understanding of the other person without severing their head <laughs> um yeah it's 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 very helpful and um do you think that in a sense this happiness that um sorry i'm jumping off a topic but um both um, netherlands and denmark and i think belgium are are one of those countries that uh, seem to have a high level of satisfaction when it comes to living and maybe this is connected with the work life balance maybe this is connected with a few other things i know that in scotland we have plenty of uh, nature although i've not seen scotland as as high on the charts let's say whatever those charts are but would you say that you can feel even though people can be a bit cold here or Uh, straight to the point does it sometimes feel or does it feel at all that the satisfaction of life here is <laughs> on a different level on a better level than what you've experienced before although i think this question as answers itself with poland considered considered everything uh, i don't think i can answer black or white yes i can feel a difference in life satisfaction because it's all relative i myself as anyone feel better on some days or more satisfied with myself than the others so it's hard for me to judge an overall but if i would have to lean towards one way i think yeah there is definitely more life satisfaction or general happiness or maybe maybe not happiness but content peace here than compared to poland considering we this whole country is below the sea level we're quite optimistic <laughs> about <laughs> the, the way we live <laughs> um whether it comes from work life balance i'm not sure i wouldn't say it comes from the weather because it rains a lot and it's great most of the time so maybe the healthcare system and just the background of how netherlands came to be netherlands how successful they were um Yeah, in the past history, having a lot of wealth as families, having a good education system. Bikes is probably one of also <laughs> one of the factors just because it gives you freedom. If you're a young kid and you know how to ride a bike, the world is your oyster. That's really cool. That's a really cool quote as well for you. Come to Netherlands, be a small kid and get a bike and the world is your oyster. And you don't have to get an oyster card in London. 
that sounds like a good idea. It's really cool. Okay, so at this point, I'm looking at the clock and I'm realizing that uh, we better start wrapping it up. And um, then, as always, my question for you is, is there anything in particular you'd like to share with me and my listeners, our lovely bunch who are going to listen to our spasms of enthusiasm in an audible form? Something either as a word of advice, caution, encouragement, anything at all. Something you'd like to leave people with. Maybe just a quote that I live by and happens to be true a lot of the time is that whatever is meant to be yours will never pass you by. It's a good way to really stress and be like, fuck it, in a very polite way. Okay, that's beautiful. And whose quote is that? I have no idea. So well, then now it's Matilda's. And now it's mine. <laughs> beautiful. Thank you very much for that. That's really cool. Thank you. Okay, guys. Other than that, as you heard, this is a little advertisement, maybe, of uh, living in Netherlands, especially in Amsterdam. But of course, you know, maybe the best way to do it would be to explore any of the cities here and any of the towns here and just decide for yourself if this is something you would like to do. Something from me that I would like to wish for you, and since this is a, a space that um, I found quite inspiring, is that there can be a lot of joy and playfulness in an activity as simple as going to work. And maybe you don't, you don't have to have a bike, maybe you don't have to have a bike road, maybe the only thing you need is a little walk, a little stroll, or maybe a dog. But um, yeah, I think we could all learn a little bit from the way the Dutch live their lives. Other than that, stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll see you next time.